Welcome to Voices of Experience, the official podcast of the National Speakers Association. I'm your host, technology strategist and futurist, Crystal Washington. I want to give a shout out to all of the NSA members and friends with a new sales strategy in place today because NSA's annual winter conference, the Sales Playbook, concluded just a couple days ago. Today's episode, Balancing Act, is extremely important as you can't sustain this new business growth without balance. Today, you're going to discover how, if you want optimal results, you may need to view food differently, both for yourself and your attendees. Tracy Stuckrath has the scoop. Then, Lenora Billings-Harris is going to share tactics for ensuring you, your relationships, and your speaking business thrive for years to come. You have that iPad or yellow pad ready for notes, right? Let's get started. So our next guest on Voices of Experience is Tracy Stuckrath. Now, Tracy has a million different accolades, but what you all need to know about Tracy is that she was a meeting planner for 27 years. She's been a speaker for the last nine years, and she's named one of the top 25 women in the meeting industry, meetings industry change maker, meeting industry trendsetter, meeting pro to watch, and I can't even pronounce the last one. So what we know about you is that obviously you are ahead of the game. Thank you so much for joining us, Tracy. Thanks, Crystal. I'm excited to be here. Now, what I know about you is your whole topic of expertise is really around food in the meeting industry. And I know many of us speakers put on our own events. I would love to hear your advice on what are the things we need to consider when we're putting on events when it comes to feeding our attendees? Because oftentimes we think that we're doing enough if there's just a box to check off if you're a vegetarian. Is that enough? That is definitely not enough. And food has is such an important aspect of, of all of our lives. And when you're going to a meeting and you're hosting it, you need to ask if there's dietary restrictions of your attendees because they're paying you a lot of money to come and learn from you. And if, they're, if you're providing them food or excluding them by not having any food that they can eat, then they're not in an area of focus that they can glean from what you've got. That makes sense. That makes sense. So when you talk about dietary restrictions, this is an open-ended question. Are there major dietary restrictions that we should all make sure that we're prepared for? How should we approach this? I think just asking the question, do you have any dietary restrictions? And a lot of people leave it as an open-ended box. And I like check boxes instead so people can check off what they have. Mm -hmm. um, an open-ended box would work just fine, but food allergies is very important to pay attention to, as is celiac disease. And then if anybody has religious-based practices that mm -hmm. they follow as well. Um, a new study came out in early 2019 that said 26 million adults have food food allergies. 26 million. 26 million. And that's three times as many as the CDC has been estimating for the last 10 years or so. Oh, wow. So it's very prevalent. But when you don't provide food for somebody when they're at this event with you, then you're excluding them from that experience. And I think that's really important. So even outside of people that have dietary restrictions, are there other things we should consider when it comes to feeding our attendees regarding energy levels or the length of our meetings? Are there other things that really should be major considerations? Very much so. Um, I'm so continental breakfasts, like let's get rid of them because it's just carb. You don't want the carb parade? No, I don't because it's making everybody fall asleep. And when they're falling asleep, they're not paying attention to you, and they're not getting what they want from you out of that. And if that's what you're doing, a, a protein, some fruits and vegetables, 
a um, vegetable would be great in the morning as well. But even in the, the afternoon snacks or the mid-morning break snacks, it's always sugar and it's mm-hmm. always carbs. And that's going to drop your attendees' attention span and they're going to fall asleep. So incorporating healthier food options, okay. um, making sure your food is labeled if you've got things that you're serving, making sure it's labeled so people can go through it and understand. Okay. Now, when you're talking about healthy snacks, does mm-hmm. that mean that you just get Nutrigrain bars or, or some of these protein bars, or do you need to actually pay attention to what's in these things? I think you want to pay attention to what's in these things. Um, a new stu- Another study that came out said that more and more people are paying attention to the labels on the food that they're buying in the grocery store. And so that's going to translate to your meetings as well. They want to know where the food's coming from. They want to know what's in their food. And Nutrigrain bars are great for some people, Mm -hmm. but they do have a lot of ingredients in them. And if you turn it over and you can't read the ingredient name, don't eat it. My philosophy is nine ingredients or less, Mm -hmm. and hopefully you can read every single word. Mm -hmm. Um, And and that's probably hard to do when you're at a hotel, but talking to your chefs and and who you're partnering with to provide your food and beverage is really important. Now, I have heard this other train of thought from some speakers that say, you know what, this whole dietary thing is getting out of hand, so when I put on events, I just give them two hours to go out for lunch and figure out what they're going to do themselves. Do you feel that that is an alternative, or do you feel like that you should try to provide food that works for everybody? Just out of your experience, what do you what do you think is a, the option here? I think that would work if you have a lot of good options around you. Because mm. um, if you go, I was, at an, I was doing an event at a hotel a couple of months ago, and there were no options for anybody to go anywhere. If you're in Vegas, there's a slew of restaurant options. But if you're out in the middle of small, some small town, there may not be options available. And knowing what options are available for people is really important, too, you know, so that they can find a safe, something safe to eat. Perfect. Now, are there any online resources that maybe as speakers that want to educate ourselves about what are good healthy snack options or potential meal plans? Are there any websites or resources you suggest that we familiarize ourselves with? Um, one email that I get all the time and website I go to sometimes is Clean Plates. Clean Plates. Cleanplates.com. And that gentleman started... Um, took a class at Institute for Integrative Nutrition, which is where I got some nutrition training as well. And he started this guidebook, and then he's expanded it. And it's a lot of good information on that. Um, But just Googling um, healthy food, and it's so prevalent now Mm -hmm. that you just want to look for options that are maybe nut-free and gluten-free. And it doesn't have to be carrots and celery all the time. Okay. There are some good options. I hope not, because I yeah. hate carrots. You do? That's, that's oh, just I me. love carrots. That's, there, there's our difference. We, yeah. we have so many things in common. That's our difference. Yeah. Yeah, they're my arch nemesis. But okay. But they are, and they are high in carbs if you eat too many of them. So, <laughs> But I would just Google it and just say healthy snack options and see what you can find. There's probably tons of other resources out there that I can't just name off the top of my head right now. Okay. But. Well, I do have one other question Mm -hmm. for you. When it comes to that protein, Mm -hmm. we always hear about the hotel rubber chicken. Yes. What do you recommend as a good lean protein? A fish. A fish is good. And if you can get a chicken that's not the rubber chicken, that would be great. (laughs) People are looking for vegetarian and vegan options as well. I'm not a big tofu fan, Mm -hmm. but soy is a good healthy protein Mm -hmm. for people, for vegetarians. Quinoa is as well, and that could serve as a vegetarian vegan option, but it's a complete protein. But if you're looking for that animal protein, I 
I definitely say go for the fish route. Okay. You do have to pay attention to people who have um, fish allergies, though, at the same time. Well, it sounds to me like there's no one-size-fits-all to this. There's this is not. something that's not going away, but as speakers that are putting on our own events that want to be cognizant of our audiences and really be of service, it sounds like this is something that we, we need to pay attention to. Definitely. And... We're here to provide training, and we want to make sure that we're getting, giving those people the training and the nutrients that they need. Our speaking is nutrients as well as the food that we're serving. Ooh, I think we could end with that. You just <laughs> brought that right back around to the speaking again. Tracy, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Crystal. It was great to be here. Now for a word from one of our sponsors. Let me ask you something. Are you sick of the ebb and flow of revenue in your business? Are you tired of not having a process you can prioritize every day that guarantees results and scalability? What about all of the technology that's not working for you? SpeakerFlow is the only company geared towards helping speakers achieve predictable revenue by leveraging technology to get organized, get known, and get paid. Whether it's our CRM, consulting, or our mansion retreats, we've got you covered. Stop by speakerflow.com to schedule a free discovery call today. Did you know there are four things you need to know to have longevity in your speaking business? Our next guest is a living example of how to have continued success and balance. So with us for this segment, for Voices of Experience, we have the Lenora Billings Harris. Now, most NSA members know who Lenora is, but if you do not, Lenora is the past NSA president, past Global Speakers Federation president. She is a CSP, a Cavett Award recipient, and has been inducted into the CPAE Hall of Fame. Lenora, thank you so much for being with us today. It's my pleasure. Thank you for the invitation. Now, I can't think of anyone better to talk about business longevity than you. And I know that you have some amazing tips for everyone listening. So let's dive right into it. So the first question I have is, what should speakers keep in mind when they're balancing business, family, and self? Well, you know, the, the way I look at it is that you really are never at balance. And mm -hmm. so several years ago, I realized I needed to look at four things mm -hmm. and four things that I could remember easily. So those four things are family, fitness, faith, and finances. Mm -hmm. Finances being everything about business. Mm -hmm. Those things change each year depending on where I'm a little bit out of balance. Mm -hmm. And once I started doing that, it was amazing how it reduced my stress level and enabled me to be better at each in each one of those areas. Can you repeat those four one more time for everyone listening? Family, faith, fitness, and finance. So this kind of leads into the next place I wanted to go with that. So when we're looking at those four areas, are there parts of those areas that are often overlooked as a priority for professional speakers? I would say, just based on conversations, that probably fitness, mm. most importantly. I was down in the gym this morning. Me too. And didn't see very many of us there. And we know we should drink more water, we should exercise, mm -hmm. we should meditate or do something in those regards. Mm -hmm. But too often we get on our technology and our devices too fast first thing in the morning and that messes up the whole rest of the day and we can't get that time back so and if we're not fit if we're not taking care of our voice I had laryngitis for two weeks I, that was a major wake-up oh, call no. I mean painful laryngitis it was a major wake-up call 
if we're not taking care of our whole body, mm -hmm. then that's going to impact our ability to be 110% for our clients. So it sounds to me like you're saying for the road warrior speakers, because there's different types, but it sounds like for the road warrior ones, especially, we need to spend some time in these hotel gyms because they all have them. Mm -hmm. And there's no excuse. People will say, oh, I know it must be hard. You can't eat well. And no, you can if you focus. Ooh, I love that. I'll share something based on that alone. I had an Instacart delivery from the grocery store because, and I do this whenever there's a refrigerator in the room, mm -hmm. where we're at right now, there's a refrigerator. So I just had my little healthy stuff delivered. Mm -hmm. So like you said, there, there really isn't an excuse. We have options. Right. Perfect. Oh, I love it. So what do you wish you had done at the beginning of your speaking career? Well, Crystal, as you know, I've been doing this a very long time. So, uh, <laughs> Since over, you were two. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Over 30 years at this point. So wow. there was no social media or Internet. Mm -hmm. And I did a pretty good job at this. But if I were to do it over again, and particularly with the tools we have now, mm -hmm. I absolutely would uh, take better care of staying in touch with all of my clients mm. and staying in touch personally as well as just where are they right now. Right, right. What what do you think in terms of, why do you think that we don't do that? Because I'm sure there's a lot of speakers, even now with social media, that you get busy, you keep going. How do you suggest that we stay connected with these clients? Well, you know, the reality is, is everything that we do is human. It's mm -hmm. one human to another. Mm -hmm. So we may think of our client as the name of that corporation, mm -hmm. but that's not our client. Our client is the person who brought us in. Mm -hmm. Our client clients are the people that we speak to or write to or, you know, in whatever way we're doing this business. Right. And so I have found that when I've done a better job of um, writing personal notes, which I, I do often because nobody else does it. Yes. So getting that personal note using snail mail okay. by a stamp. <laughs> they still make those? Because, right. <laughs> because again, so few people do it, mm -hmm. is take the time. So when I travel, I have all of that in my briefcase so I can address it mm -hmm. before I leave the city that I'm in. Oh, wow. So you travel with the stamps. You travel with the thank you cards. Yes. And so it's almost like you have a system for making sure you don't forget. Yes. And I, I try to remember to take a picture with them. That's that's the part I, I keep forgetting okay. but, and then send that to them. But, um, but to stay in touch with them in a personal way, mm -hmm. pay attention to what they're interested in. Mm -hmm. And we've heard people say send articles and that kind of thing, which is good. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if they have two cats, mm -hmm. ask how the cats are doing occasionally. Right. Okay. Ask about uh, fluffy and bunnies. There I see. you go. I see. Now, one of the other things you mentioned when you talked about the four pillars, you know, family, how do you navigate the fact that, especially if you're on the road, or even if you're a speaker who does a lot of trainings locally, so there mm -hmm. might be really busy seasons where you're pretty much living in that client's office. How do you, we already said there's no balance. How do you manage family in those situations mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. your experience? So I look at this balance thing sort of like an airplane flying. Okay. It's always a little bit off, off course. Now, I know that's scary for speakers, mm -hmm. but it's always a little off course and you're always readjusting. Mm -hmm. I'm going to celebrate with my husband 45 years of marriage this year. Congratulations. Thank you. We know we both are very lucky to find the right person the first time. But very, very early in our careers, one or the other of us was always traveling. And so we decided that whoever is on the road calls the partner at home at 11 o'clock home time. Okay. Because no matter what you were doing at home, you ought to be home by 11. Right. 
<laughs> so that way we wouldn't be, t- you know, t- chasing each other with phone calls. Mm-hmm. And um, so we keep that. We still do that today. Wow. Additionally, because now technology makes it easier, mm-hmm. we don't always just do a phone call. We may do FaceTime or mm-hmm. something where we can see each other. And particularly when I'm out of the country, mm-hmm. I have a higher need to actually see him. Right. And so we'll adjust the time based on all the time zones I might be going through. Right. And then talk to each other on Skype or Zoom or something like that. Okay. And then my, my extended family, because I don't have children. Mm-hmm. But I see my family is not only my husband, but all of those people that I love. Mm-hmm. And so I make, I make appointments on my calendar to reach out to them just oh. to make sure not too much time passes. I love that. So you're basically making appointments with them just like you would the business priorities. Absolutely. Because you're, you're making them a priority. Exactly. Now, and sometimes they know it's an appointment, sometimes not. Sometimes okay. it's on my calendar, but not on theirs, because okay. I'm just calling them to say I love you. So you don't actually have to make sure that they accept the appointment. <laughs> right. This is for right. you to make sure that you're reaching out. Exactly. Oh, I love that, Lenore. So when you talk about having this lasting career, I don't know anyone that gets to the places you've been without having other people help them along the way. Now, what professionals as, as speakers should we be surrounding ourselves with that help us along the way? Mm. I like to see myself as the virtual assistant maven. Okay. For many of us, it's hard to let go. Mm-hmm. And Joe Calloway, many years ago, for NSA folks would know who he is, said, let it go. Mm-hmm. And when I finally allowed that to sink in, I realized that I cost too much to be doing some of the things that I was doing. Mm. So I use, I have several different um, virtual assistants Mm -hmm. whose jobs are very specific and clear. Mm -hmm. I'm not good at PowerPoint and all that kind of thing. I hire people for PowerPoint. I hire people to write my press releases and distribute them. Okay. So easy to find folks these days because you have Fiverr and Upworks and so many other freelancers out there. So I want to employ as many people as possible, but as contractors. Okay. And that way that frees me up to have more family time, more meditation time, more, as one of my girlfriends calls it, more day of beauty time. Okay. For massages and things like that. And it goes back to that trying to get some kind of balance. Most importantly, though, it enables me to really focus on what I need to focus on in the business. Mm. The writing, the uh, developing speeches, right. uh, coaching and consulting. It makes time for that when it, I didn't have time before because I was chasing all these emails. Mm. So it sounds like one of the keys to your longevity is the fact that you know how to make time for the priorities. Exactly, because there's no, no such thing as having time. You have to make it to, to make it happen for you. I think we can end on that note, Lenora. Thank you so much for visiting with us at Voices of Experience. My pleasure. Thank you for tuning in to Voices of Experience, the podcast of the National Speakers Association. Catch us on your favorite podcast app, YouTube, and NSA's social media profiles. If you missed Winter Conference, or if you need to tune up your presentations, you don't want to miss our next exciting event, Laugh Lab, coming up April 17th through 19th. To learn more about Laugh Lab, visit nsaspeaker.org and click on the Events tab on the upper right. I look forward to seeing you next week for our episode, All Around the World. Sorry, I, I couldn't resist. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.